In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. So when Wesley was born, it was amazing to see how a family can adopt to a new sleeping routine. Christina and I had been married for 11 years, and to be honest, we'd always slept pretty well. Our big day was scheduled for Wednesday, December the 3rd, 2014. And the night before, we were excited, but we slept so well. Well, then comes the next day, and Wesley's arrival on December the 3rd, and all of a sudden, our sleep patterns changed dramatically. The feeding schedule of a newborn is every two and a half to three hours around the clock. That's 12, 3, 6, 9, 12, 3, 6, 9, around the clock. If you know anyone with a newborn or have ever had one in your home, you might remember those hours. Well, a year later, Wesley's a pretty good sleeper, but oddly enough, he still wakes up in the middle of the night and he talks in his crib at guess what times? Midnight and 3 a.m. And thankfully, he puts himself back to sleep. We've just decided that he just wants to wake up and check in and make sure that he's not missing anything. New parents aren't the only ones who miss out on sleep. Not too long ago, Consumer Reports had an article on sleep deprivation. And did you know that they reported that in their survey, 27% of us report having some kind of sleep trouble on most nights. And 68% of people struggle with sleep at least once a week. They even opened the article by saying that a 15th century Italian lawyer is said to have first documented sleep deprivation as a way to punish prisoners. And he was only making formal what people have known for centuries, that not getting enough sleep can be painful. When we were teenagers, we grew up hearing our parents tell us that nothing good happens after 10 a.m. Or for you, maybe it was after midnight. Well, in our house, we keep saying that nothing good happens at 3 a.m. I wonder if you've ever experienced this. Hopefully it's not every night for you, but perhaps it was a period of time where something important was on your mind and you just couldn't sleep. Sometimes the way people show that we care is to say, I'm worried about you. But those worries can seem even larger when you can't sleep. Maybe it was a problem or challenge you were having. Maybe it was something that you or someone you care about, a friend or family member was going through and you took that burden on yourself. Whatever it was, it was so heavy on your mind that when your head hit the pillow, it seemed like your eyes stayed wide open. Maybe it was a big event that was occurring in your life. And the night before, how how did you feel? Well, sometimes it can be hard to clear our minds. Sometimes either the excitement about what's coming or, or the worry and dread about what's coming can seem overwhelming. What did you do the moments before that day, that morning, as it arrived, before you walked into that event or that situation? Did you stop and pep yourself up with a motivational speech? Did you have moments the morning of where you prayed to God that everything would go well? Well, today's scripture occurs in a moment like this for Jesus. In a way, it's kind of an end to one chapter of his life, and it's the start of the next chapter. It's the night before he's to start heading to Jerusalem. Where at Jerusalem, he will pay the ultimate price for us. And Jesus knows what he's facing. He knows what he's about to walk into. He knows he's about to experience a range of hurt, experience betrayal by his followers, by his disciples and everyone he trusts. 
He knows he's about to experience physical pain and suffering. And he knows that the road to this process starts tomorrow. I wonder if he had trouble sleeping that night before this next chapter would start. I wonder if he reflected on his own teachings about worry. I wonder if he tried to sleep but couldn't. I wonder if he paced the floor and may have lost his appetite just thinking about what was ahead. I imagine Jesus must have had a lot on his mind. He wanted solitude and needed a quiet place. So he asks Peter, James, and John to come with him up a mountainside to pray. Well, the scripture doesn't say exactly what time it was, but it does say the disciples all fell asleep and that Jesus was left praying alone. This might have been like that moment for us where where we just can't sleep, but it seems like everyone else in the house can sleep. Jesus might have looked around and felt really alone at this moment. Everyone else is asleep and Jesus is wide awake praying to God. I wonder what his prayer sounded like. I wonder if he begged God for peace, for strength to face the days ahead. I wonder if the fear of what he was about to face was so deep that that he knew he had to have the power of God to help him. Today's passage is called the Transfiguration because while Jesus was praying, his appearance changed. His face and his clothes became white. One version says that his appearance became like lightning. Then important people from the Old Testament, Moses and Elijah appeared and they too spoke with Jesus. Peter, James, and John had started out praying, but by this time they had dozed off and fallen asleep. Well, they wake up and they they can't believe what they see. They see Moses and Elijah and they see the change in Jesus' appearance. This was a moment where God made clear Jesus' identity and confirmed Jesus' purpose. It was so amazing that the disciples didn't want it to end. So Peter mumbled something about building shelters for everyone so they could all stay there. There was a moment during this experience where where Jesus, rather rather than staying there in that moment of peace, rather than staying there in that moment of strength, that he knew it was time to turn around and face the next day. The story ends with Jesus and with the disciples going down the mountain. Jesus went down the mountain transformed and transfigured because during this nighttime prayer, he experienced the power of God. Through this, Jesus experienced the peace and power of God to help him face the next day and all of the days ahead. Well, this wouldn't be the end of of his night prayers. Later in the scripture, Jesus would again, in the Garden of Gethsemane, beg God to take this circumstance away saying, God, take this cup from me. God wouldn't take the circumstance away, but but God would be with him every step of the way as he went through it. Jesus would face the hardest, most painful times of his life, but in the end, he would defeat the darkness, defeat the death, defeat the pain. Jesus would, would experience the incredibly deep feelings of betrayal and pain and suffering, and he would overcome them Overcome them with life, with love, and with freedom from these feelings. In the text, Jesus' outer transformation revealed a deeper inner experience. In a similar way, when we pray, when we talk to God, when we pour our hearts 
out to God, we're changed. We're changed not on the outside, but changed on the inside. Today's gospel is a suggested alternate reading for the second Sunday of Lent because the season of Lent is a season of experiencing transformation. It's a season where we are changed on the inside so that we're different at the end of this season than we were at the beginning. There are times and there are moments in life where we all need the transforming power of God. You may have moments in the future that keep you up at night when everyone around you is asleep. If it's 3 a.m. and you can't clear your mind for the worry and the noise of what's going on in your life, remember this passage. Remember that Jesus has been there. Jesus knows your worry and the feelings that you have in the deepest part of your soul. You may find yourself seeking solitude and prayer. Times when everyone else can sleep, but, but you can't. You may find yourself asking God to hear your prayers like Jesus did. Know that God is there with you. This is the moment where we can have our own transfiguration. Where heavy chains and heavy burdens can be lifted. We can accept the peace that only God can give. In those moments, if we ask, God can transform our hearts, transform our minds, so that we too can be changed. We can trust that God will be with us and give us strength to face whatever it is that keeps us up at night. So that like Jesus, we can turn and we can face the next day. Like Jesus, we can walk down the mountain and face whatever lies ahead with strength and with the confidence that God is with us. Amen.